yo, yo, what's up, everyone, and welcome to the 28th episode of the Sad Nas CEDH podcast. What is CDH? My name is Kean, otherwise known as Varless, and joining me, as always, is O3 Adam, better known as Poppy Phobia. What's up, everybody? Also joining us today is a very special guest and OG of the CEDH community, Mont from CEDH TV. Hi, guys. Thanks for being here. But before we get started, Adam, I think we have some triggers resolved in our upkeep. Yes. Thank you, Kian. So to start, we are very happy to announce our new sponsor. I say new, but it's like the first time we've ever been sponsored. Our sponsor, The Mana Vault. Uh, the Mana Vault is the newest LGS to hit the Milwaukee County area for all things MTG and D&D. They have a huge selection of singles as well as sealed product and hold weekly events including Draft, Modern, Pioneer, and even a CEDH League on Fridays. Uh, a CEDH League that actually all of us at SADNAWS participate in. So you can follow them on Facebook or check any of the links in the description for more information about the Mana Vault. Next, we're going to shout out all of our patrons. Thank you to Dute, Usable Object, Dude. Senator Tom, Scorish, Unorthodox Bird, MP Pfefferman, Jeff Bezos, Domino, Just Ice, Geos Justin, and our resident Chad Nas patron, Vahala C. If you'd like to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash where you too can get a shout out in one of our episodes, or if you want to be a Chad Nas, you can even be in one of our episodes. And for everyone going to Pun City 2, all of us at Sadnaws will be there in attendance. If you'd like to meet the boys, make sure you attend that event and get vrooming with us. Vroom. I will be working in the casting booth, but Kean Spencer and our very own Chaos 6 champion, Kevin, will be playing. So go there, play in Pun City, beat their asses. You know, they're bad at the game and you need to. It's not that hard. Free dubs <laughs> out here. <laughs> And uh, so if you go to Pun City 2, make sure you stop by and say hi. And with that, we're going to get into our main phase. So we have with us Mons. Mons is an idol of ours in the CDH community. He's been around for so long teaching all of us about combos, what is right and what is wrong in CDH, and just giving us... lands in the correct direction. Exactly. Don't <laughs> tap them upside down or reverse. But Mons, Mons has been like very uh, a big part of the CDH community. And so for today, in this episode, we are asking the question, what is CDH? And so in doing that, we want to kind of define what CDH is, talk amongst each other, and kind of talk about what we expect out of this format, how we uh, interpret the format, and things like that. So to start with Mons, why don't you tell us, how do you define CEDH? So that is a very good question. Like, it's actually kind of easy to define it. All you need to say is that it's competitive EDH. And that kind of kind of does it, and in for most people that is kind of how you say it because we all know what EDH is. It's a multiplayer format that is supposed to be somewhat social, casual, but in competitive version you're playing to win. However, there's probably more to that as the com as the question is a little bit more complex. Yeah. When, when, when I think of that question, like, how do you define CDH? I, I get, I get kind of asked this a lot 
And I primarily get asked this a lot because now that I run in LGS and people are learning about CDH and, and what it is, or they maybe have never seen it before, they, they kind of ask like, well, well, how do you how do you know what CDH is? Like if I'm sitting down with my, you know, my angels deck, is that CDH or, or what 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 is it? And and the the so primary hmm? the, the, no, that's a very good like there's a very there's an easy answer here. All you need to say is that as long as you have the mindset you're playing to win, your goal is to win, and that's the primary goal of your deck and your strategy that you're sitting down with here now in this pod, then it is CDH. But you're making an example here of this angel deck. To look at the competitive format in Magic, regardless of what format it is, there are usually decks and such that are better or worse. So your angel deck could enter into a pod with a competitive mindset try, trying to be you know smart trying to win but still outside the game as the you're constructing your deck you could have that mindset too so it's a little bit more than just only the mindset yeah no i uh i when i get asked that question a lot of times that's kind of the same answer that i give is it's usually like well what's your goal right if your goal is to win the game then like yeah i i believe that you're playing cdh because you're <clears> playing competitively but to a lot of people um that that to them it's it, there's a different definition right they think of like the decks that you're playing in the meta and it's like well if you're not playing thoracle and consult you're not trying to win the game you know and there's all these different interpretations mm. of it but usually that's that's my mindset as well as like well if you're sitting down at the table with the mindset of i'm trying to win the game and even if i lose the game that's okay because someone else had that same mindset where they were trying to win and you don't get salty about it you're not upset about it that's usually where i would draw the line of what's competitive and what's not mm. um kian do you have like any interpretation of that um i think cdh is a, like a a rule zero format like the, the the rule is we're all sitting down to win the game and play like play the most competitive magic that we can in order for us to win and like <clears throat> i don't i don't really know if you try to define edh it to like similar aspects that cdh can be defined by it doesn't really like it doesn't have uh similar comparisons because it's not like a competitive format at all that's why it's called competitive edh because in edh like your goal is to have fun and that's why i think it's a rule zero format because the goal in this uh format is to win the game kind of roundabout answer but i i agree with you guys uh, in your definition so i would like to add something there you said that uh, yeah but EDH, edh and cdh is still the same format kind of you can you can play, for example, there is actually no re real reason to have the C in front of the EDH, actually, because modern, legacy, vintage can all be played casually, but they don't put a C in front of the casual for the vintage or modern. But the reason you put a C in front of EDH is because to emphasize that this is now a CDH game, just because EDH is so heavily on the constructed id that it's casual so you need to put like a emphasis that we're playing to win and no hard feeling if you lose so to say 
that's kind of True. a funny way to like point that out because you're right, right? Like no one's putting like we're not playing competitive modern. We're just playing modern. But if I sit down yeah. at the kitchen table with Kian and like we're just shooting the shit playing modern, the, it's still modern to everybody else. But in our format, right? Like if if you're if you pull out your you know Anala deck versus someone who's playing like Dog Tribal, it's it <laughs> feels like it's a different game, even though it's not. You yeah. know. Yeah. And so it is cool to kind of have that distinction. And that that is something that me and Kian talk about a lot, which is why I think he phrased it as a rule zero format. Because like it is it's the same game, but the rule zero is different, right? The rule zero of CDH is that we're playing competitively. That's just the agreement that you made. But otherwise you're still playing the same game as you would on, you know, uh F and M when you're playing for a pack, right? It's no it's yeah. it's almost no different. Um, to make this question a little bit more complex though, uh, complex though, is that when you go into more the details of what kind of CDH is and how it should be played, people's opinion will vary and maybe the three of us will have different opinions too. Uh, for example, politics. I have seen arguments from people saying that uh, politics is not a cdh thing that's well here at sad Nas, i can say confidently we are all we are all politic masters we <laughs> mind control our opponents uh very thoroughly and adequately um does it work no I evidence saw, needed I about saw this that. I... not <laughs> it's gonna hey hey <laughs> it's like uh, it's like that it's like uh, if you've ever watched anchorman there's a quote that 60 percent of the time it works every time it's like yeah. that's how politics are expressed for us, it's like 30% of the time we have a 30% success rate. I'd say even less. <laughs> <laughs> I was being generous. Yeah, very generous. Uh, but go on, Mon. So politics is a part of that definition to some, not a part of that definition to others. What other examples do you think that? No, what I kind of want to get out there is that I think people have lots of different opinions of how the game should be executed and how you should play, so to say. and. Uh, people can disagree on that but how i would like to phrase it sometimes is that the core structure what cdh is is the goal to win and combo just seems to be the easy simple straightforward answer like for a cool consult then done but that's just because that is the theoretical and in practical best thing you can actually do that's the strongest thing but if for some reason strangely enough group hug would be the strongest strategy in the format then group hug would be the meta game but it's not mm. yes um that's a that's a pretty interesting way to kind of uh evaluate that statement right because like i definitely have friends in the in the world that we live in that have very strong opinions right like if you're not playing grixis you're not playing to win and anything outside yeah, of a yes, exactly. score isn't CDH, right? Or um, like uh, there's been talks on the internet about things like the objectively correct DDB, right? Where there's like yeah. six six decks on it, and it's like if you're not playing these six decks, Wait, you're not six? trying to win. I thought it was I thought it was four, and it's going well, go down to three. It, it evolves, it evolves, right? So like now when decks win these events, you started with like <laughs> Rogsai, Blue Farm, Winoda, Najila. Now you add in uh, like Timna, Malcolm. Now, you know, some decks are, they prove themselves to be worth it. 
But other than that, yeah. yeah, there's like a lot of these opinions that float around of like, this is what CDH is. Like there, I remember a while ago, there was like a big, uh, a big moment in the community where like uh, Yeva was a deck that was very, very popular uh, in, in CDH. And I people- I made a video about that. Yeah, and people were like, <laughs> is Yeva CDH, right? Like, is this actually a CDH deck? And, um, you know, to a lot of people it was, and to a lot of people they're like, no, this is just like every green deck, but we're right. There's like all these different opinions that float around. So it changes for every person and every individual. Yeah. It's one of those reasons why I try to keep a broader definition of CDH because you can never have you, you, whatever you say, the next person won't always agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So back, back to your, back to the, to bring up politics again, I think it, um, it's becoming yeah. a hot, hot button issue with uh, more like 60 card players getting in the format. Uh, they're like, no, we're playing a competitive format. There should be no, no politics at all, like whatsoever. We're, we're all sitting to win. You know, everybody should have, um, you know, <clears throat> every nobody yeah, has your game. interest uh, at mind to win it, to win games. Uh, words but uh, I think EDH as a format <laughs> uh, revolves around politics and like, you can't play. You can be a good Magic player, but to be a good CDH player, I think you have to incorporate both politics and um, like Magic skill to a, would, a to a degree. Yeah, I I would I would simplify it even more and say that the main goal of CDH is to win. We all said that and agreed on it, kind of more or less. That's what the like what you do, and in order to get to your win, all I was just about to say in love and war everything is allowed and if, <laughs> if you're allowed to have a like if you're allowed to talk to your opponents and have politic discussion like deals then and if that helps your win rate isn't that the correct thing to do yeah like the yeah. goal is to win regardless of whatever form of strategy or strange idea you come up with like i said before if group hug was the best thing you could do then we would all be doing group hug but group hug is not the best thing as long as well, it's like Grixis core, it'll be okay. No. Well, I like I'm a big fan of having a group hug after each game, right? That's usually where yeah, where, where I, I find group hug to be the best strategy. But no, you're right though, right? All's all's fair in love and war. So if politics boost your win rate, then then utilize politics, right? It's it's mm. it's competitively the best edge that you have at the table. But some people feel like I think I think that the politics discussion derives from sixty card formats where you don't really get to leverage politics at all, or if you do, it's more so angle not shooting. True. Oh, not true. Actually, oh, I want to. I want to no, hear. There's there's politics in one v one too that you just don't actually see it. It's a little bit different, but I think you've all seen this example here. So, do you guys know about the pen trick? Oh yeah, that yeah I know the pen trick. Yeah. Do you so know the pen trick? Those Ian? of you. No. Oh, I do not know the viewers who don't know, so let's explain it anyway. Uh, so in a normal 1v1 where you have creatures that are attacking you, you usually write down the life totals of everyone with a pen and paper because that's very efficient. And sometimes they are combat tricks. So you have a creature, your opponent's going to attack you, and you have a combat trick in your hand. But the opponent is thinking about if you have that combat trick or not. So they're taking their time to evaluate and do the poker face thing. And then you pick up the pen and say, move to damage with a very boring face. Like, can we just get this over with? Can you just write down damage? And they all happily attack you, feeling confident. And then you put down the pen, combat trick, and you trick them with just 
facial expression. Okay, that's an interesting uh, angle shooting tip that I'll use at my ne- next popper event. Thank See, you. See, we did a we did a podcast on this month where we. I'm surprised that Keith said he didn't know because we talked about this, oh, where cool. um, we uh, we we defined politics because we have a whole thing about politics in CDH, and when we talked about it, we we kind of came to this group consensus that there's a difference between politics and angle shooting. Because angle shooting is where you're intentionally trying to maybe deceive your opponents in a way that's um, strictly, well, now this sounds like I'm talking about politics, see? But like um, where you're intentionally like uh, doing something to the detriment of your opponents and um, it has no benefit to them whatsoever. Whereas like when you do politics in EDH, majority of the time you're not just straight up lying to your opponents. I mean, if you are. Unless you're Kevin. I mean, Kevin has lied to <laughs> Kevin has done some pretty snake stuff to me. One time, Mons, we played a Wheel game. of Fortune, yoink. Not even that. One time we played a game where he's like, he's like, hey, this I, well, don't worry. I, I played a game with Kevin and Kian. I, I remember I have it in recording. Yes, he's, <laughs> he's a real, he's a real, cheat, he's a real cheatsy doodle, that guy. But uh, <laughs> um, we're like angle shooting, I feel like is more of a 1v1 thing where like you, you're, you're intentionally like deriving your opponent. Now, angle sh- shooting exists. No. Yo, we go so, on. So, I, I'd love to hear it. So it's not just in 1v1. Like what we're kind of talking about is like deception more to say or planting an ID. And the best way to do this in EDH is just to explain one opponent's deck. So let's say that we three are playing and someone is playing Gitrog Monster. And I'm just going to, okay, guys, have you actually played against the Gitrog Monster? Do you know how the combo works? And you might shrug and I might sit here. And even if you actually know the deck by heart, I might say, okay, guys, just remember, we have to prevent Gitrog Monster from this, this, and this. So I'm planting a, a scary thought in your mind. You're redirecting towards the Gitrog Monster. Correct, correct. Which I think right. is more in line with the term politics than it is like, because in 60 card, yes. the only threat you have to worry about is your opponents and you can trick your opponents, but like, I don't know. It feels different. It feels wrong. It feels wrong to call like the pen trick politics, you know, and it makes me feel dirty. Not, not exactly. Like, like you can give intent and a feeling and a form of angle to people by us trying to not communicate and say things, but trying to emulate emotion, you could say too. For example, if you're sitting there and being very unhappy, making faces and such, you could emulate that you're stacked out for some reason, so to say, and you're not really a threat, but you're creating a timing window, even though it looks like different. I do that all the time. That's my specialty. That's your trick? (laughs) That's your trick? You just look That's my trick. (laughs) I'm not doing anything. Stop. Stop. I'm not playing blue farm. What are you talking about? So anyways, add us. Yeah. See, yeah. Uh, I like to emulate emotion in games usually by making key and cry. That's usually a good <laughs> distraction method for me to pull out my wins. No, you, you usually redirect the other two players to beat up me. Meanwhile, you're going to win and I'm yelling at them that you're going to win and they don't believe you. Believe me. Yeah, because why would they believe you? Look at that mustache. It's you know it looks <laughs> yeah. it looks deceitful. Adam, you kind of have the same mustache, just saying. Yeah, but mine is like it has a beard to it. You know, it has a beard. You know, true. Yeah. True. I have three of them if you count my eyebrows. So wait, we just complete everything because I've shaved. Wait, oh, this is quite. <laughs> we have the 
We have the evolution of facial <laughs> facial hair here in the three of us. But but we have a we kind of get we'll get into politics like kind of a little deeper dive into it a little later a little bit later. But um, before we kind of get to that state, I want to know, Mons, what what do you think of the state of CDH in this moment? Like, do you think CDH is in a healthy spot as a format, or are there are there things that maybe you interpret differently? I think it's in a very healthy spot. I think it's getting better and better and better, actually. And to some people that actually think it's not, I would say that's been it has been worse, so to say. And uh, what we're seeing more and more, in my opinion, is that more and more commanders seems to function, so to say. And I believe that the big reason behind, behind all of that is more printing of cards, basically. A lot of really strong established decks that are great aren't getting upgrades. They're getting options, while older decks with weaker commanders are getting upgrades, so to say. Like the printing of Dockside was a little bit too overpowered, but Underwood Breach, Jeska's Will, Ragavan have helped out Red a lot. Now we just need White to get some more cool stuff. Like Smothering Tide, Esper Sentinel is amazing. Ranger Captain of Eos is amazing, but I want to see more of that. Uh, that's my hope, so to say, that uh, that White would get some more support in that direction, so to say. They already have a lot of really great hate bears, but I think white could benefit more. Mm. And other and other like commanders too with monocolor direction. I would uh I would almost say that green needs some help because green kind of sucks right now. Like in the I don't think when so. You, when I think of like the advancements that have kind of happened to the color pie, I think that I think that maybe white as a sole color is a, well, not even that, right? Because like I think black is one of the worst monocolors that you can play right now in, in like CDH. But when I look at like support colors, I feel like white is getting to a point now where it's one of the best support colors in, in, in EDH with the amount of um, like card advantage pieces that it's gaining things like Ranger captain of EOS, like all these things are such huge upgrades to the color that it's leaving other colors that in the past used to be the best kind of behind because would you rather have green in your deck or white in your deck at this point right now i would rather have white because the tools that it offers me are much better than the the creature commodities that that green has to offer adam i agree with your point but go ahead i I will only say that uh, i actually disagree but i want to hear kian first okay so i agree with both you guys i think white should get more upgrades um, but I agree with Adam that I'd rather have green over white. But in white, you only get to play like what eight card, eight cards, if that. If you play like it as a support color, if you're in red, red, white, blue, you're playing intuition with um, Savines and Breach. So intuition, Ranger Captain Vios, Esper Sentinel, Silence, Grand Abolisher. So five cards, maybe Dranith. So six, six cards out of what like hundreds of white cards that are printed that are only playable as a support color. So yeah, cool. I think it could get some more support, but I think white uh, just offers like so good, like so good. You want to win the game without anybody doing anything. You play white. Like it's just a hard, I win the game. So but. I, 
you kind of touched it there my opinion why i think white green is better than white and but like it's a very niche discussion short but if you want to make a mono green deck that is very easy like mono green is probably really strong right now mono white is struggling because yes mono white has some really good cards but making a lot of white cards for your deck is very hard while with green it's like it's already done and it's easy the, the entire deck will be good because green has so many variations of cards that are actually good in this format but yes white has some amazing cards so oh, are, are you evaluating how good the color pie is based on monocolored deck performance or based on how they do in a support role both 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 yeah yeah because like when like i like that you brought up like the the single card use like when you look at support colors kian because i think that's true for a lot of things like right now uh, the, the uh, a majority opinion is that one of the best colors in cdh at this moment is the color red because of the amount of powerful tools that it offers just in card quality itself right like a card like Dockside Extortionist or a card like Underworld Breach, the amount of power that those cards create in a game uh, far outweighs like a, a single counter spell from blue, right? So people really va highly value the color red right now. The thing is, though, is when I look at the color red, I I think I can name less cards that are universally, universally playable in decks than I can white cards. Even though so many people would call red card like red one of the most powerful colors in the format, right? So it's a weird argument to kind of bring up because like when I think of red, I think of Dockside, Underworld Breach, the Red Elemental Blast, Deflecting SWAT. But from that point on, the card quality just gets significantly worse after that, right? So I, I agree though with Mons wholeheartedly. I think CDH is in one of the most healthiest spots it's been in in a long time. When you consider like the Flash Hulk era. And, you know, um, I was going to bring that the up. Before, yeah, the before times of like Timna and Thrasios just being, you know, the best thing you could be doing, hands down, no bar. Like, I think right now the format's in a great spot. Like, I love playing CDH right now. And the amount of like different types of decks that you can play when you go sit down at an FNM, the amount of variation that you see, it's awesome. Like, I'm like super excited because, like, I don't know what someone's going to bring. I mean, Mons, you you were uh, you were a part of it. Like the slicer hype was real, and it's like it, that was such a fun moment to like look back on. Even though we're still kind we of should in probably it. talk about slicer. I mean, it's very on topic of what we are. This podcast is trying to touch. Yes, soon. we we should talk about slicer because it's awesome <laughs> and it beat the shit out of Kian and Kevin. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that was actually their own fault. I, I, I don't think Ooh, I could have won. Like, <laughs> Kian and Kevin just, I don't know what they were doing. I sat there like, what we, are they We doing? were shitposting IRL. So, but yeah, uh, back on the question, I'll answer this time. I'm pretty much yeah. of the same opinion of you guys. I think CDH is in a healthy spot right now, um, despite all the Redditors and internet people. It's like, sure, they, they could be banned, but like, have you, have you actually played like 2016, uh, like... Before 2016 to 2018, 19, before uh, or when Flash Hulk was a thing, like Ooh. TNT. If you didn't play TNT, Actually, you just that I kind of okay. That's that's a different topic. 
Uh, it is a different topic. I'm not but... gonna comment. Yeah, yeah, it's a different topic for the politics. I'm not. I'm not gonna comment. Okay. Uh, and then 2017. 2017 Hulk got unbanned, and then that just threw the TNT right into the you know top tier. If you're not playing that, you know you should just go. I don't know. Play Yu-Gi-Oh or Pokemon. But <laughs> and, <laughs> anyways, moving on. So I want to ask a question. Actually, I, so I wanna. I wanna. T- Talk about nope, you're not allowed. Moving, moving on. on. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, no. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> go, go, go ahead. What's up? There's something I actually want to add uh, and about the CDH environment format and such, what we think about it, that I hope that in spite, despite colors, that we're moving more towards creature combat value because something I've seen a lot of people are asking for are bans. Like, let's ban this and this. And I've even heard an argument for 30 life instead of 40 life to decrease the value of odd nauseum, to make odd nauseum weaker, and necropotence too. I actually disagree. I think it would be more cool to have more value gain from, for example, Ragavan. I think Ragavan is amazing and a great card for CDs because it, <laughs> an, it makes people want to go to combat. True. I don't know the exact word here in English for making people desire to combat, but it, uh, it we... creates... Intensive. Yeah, I think we call it monkey mode. Monkey. Uh, you go to combat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, that's that's great. That's like I, I think combat should be valued more in CDH. That's um, why Najila has like, so much success. Yeah, yeah, it helps a lot. Right when you can create, when you can swing for twelve on multiple turns and really take your opponents off of things like ad nauseum and stuff like that, just through combat damage. Blocking and attacking is a skill that most CDH players lack, I would say. Um, yeah. It, the importance of it. But just the it, fact that interacting with someone and gain, gaining potential value at the same time with something like a Ragavan or Tumno or Vinota is something I would like to see for the uh, CDH future, future, so to say, as a part of it. Mm. So you want no, a more like so. mid-rangey value grind, like grindy meta comparatively to like the turbo play rog sack it go ad nauseum turn one vroom. Well, you kind of need to level it. You need to have it in the balance. If we have no com, this is why I actually don't want to ban some of these strong cards because if you just remove all of them, it becomes a very like mid-range. Who can Eldrazi hardest? Like who yeah. can put costs? Like who can put those? Void Venoris in the play, biggest and fastest and most furious. And that could be a very poor... Because I think... I believe Combo and Oracle polices the format. It forces people to build decks according to that power level and what they can do. And that limits people from doing what, like big and crazy stompy things. But it doesn't prevent people from doing that. Like You need to figure out how you're going to implement the Eldrassi stomp if that's what you want to do. All right. But this I, I makes the balance interesting. Making everything equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mons wants Eldrazi stomp in CEDH at this moment. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. Yeah, we I want really Emrakuls. We want, uh, you know, what are, what are the other Titans? I don't even know the other Titans. Kozlek and um, Ulmog. Yeah. Yeah, we need some oh. Kozleks. We want Annihilator 6 in the, in the games. No. But um, I actually think it kind of looks the way it looks now feels kind of correct 
for example, Kinan could put Voidvenor into play, and that kind of exists as a small potential, small window for it to exist. But I, I just want it to be like level. Like we should have combo, but not too much because then it just every game is too fast. There yeah. needs yeah. to be a level. Just a simple Flash Hulk is a good example of that. That was too much, apparently. Way too much. Um, yeah, Void Winner is good and like what? Rog Tavesh? It's like the only deck I know that like... Yeah. Oh, and Kinnan. Rog Tavesh and Kinnan are like the only decks I know that play it pretty unironically. Yeah. But there's room for it, right? There's room for it. And when yeah. it comes down, it can be effective. So like that's a really good yeah. example, I'd say. Um, so that kind of ties into the the next thing that we're kind of trying to discuss here, which is how do we want the format to evolve going into the future. So you kind of touched on it a little bit that you'd like to see more of this combat focus, more of this resource, you know, um, evaluating your opponent's resources at a specific level that it makes all types of win conditions viable uh, through a different, you know, a different sub subset of means. So um, what, what other ways would you like to see uh, CDH evolve in the future? In in general, I just think that we're getting. I don't know. I actually think that that's it, more or less, because printing of more cards, I believe, is going to continue to the pathway we're kind of on. I I think we're going to get more creatures that are creating value by attacking. I think white and red and green, and and we will see more individually good monocolored cards. So I, I think we're on a good spot. What I actually would hope to see more discussion around politics and such and see a community uh, like agreement or a, a discussion about how the game should be played. So hmm. those are my three. That's never going to happen. Come on. You're <laughs> asking for the impossible here. CDH community agreement, dog keck. I was going to say, I think it might happen. As soon as you said like, like, you know, I think that's everything I was going to say, see, I know where I want the things to evolve. I want the players to evolve and I want us to stop getting yeah. salty about pactive negations. I want us to get, stop getting salty <laughs> over politics. You know, let's all just agree to disagree and, you know, just accept that sometimes people can make a play. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Because I think that would be like, I think that kind of ties into what you're saying, though, like this kind of agreement on how should a game be played, right? Like, how are we how are we playing the game? Because I know that we had this discussion on your show, CDH TV gameplay, where, you know, I casted a spell and, you know, in hindsight, looking back at all the information I had, I learned some things about myself, learned some things about the spells I cast. But in the long run, I we had this discussion about, you know, I want to play at a at what's considered a tournament level at all times. Not saying that, oh, I'm going to treat this like a tournament and I'm going to rule shark you out of the game or something, but like I'm going to play the game and make the decisions the same way I would as if I was playing in a tournament because that's the only yeah. way that I feel like I will get better at the game, right? And a bunch of other people were like, this guy sucks. He's a party pooper. <laughs> true, and true. He all he cares about is the wrong thing and yada yada yada. But it's like with the play group that I'm a part of, we have that acceptance where we feel like that's the right way to do things or that's how you should play. And we have fun doing it. I shoot, every Friday I get drunk with Kian and play CDH till two in the morning. And uh that's how we play all the time. I mean, the amount of active negations we've cast in the last 
two weeks has been pretty substantial, right? Whether or not we could have paid <laughs> for them. <laughs> I don't cast them. I just show them it. I'm like, all right, this is turn two. Anything you do, I don't care. It's going to get I, packed I don't, in. I don't think you're wrong, actually. I, I think you're correct. I, I like I, I heard your arguments and uh, such, and I, I can I agree. I, I could agree. Clip I don't that. know exactly if that's that. what I would have done myself in that situation, but I, I could agree. Yeah. And so like that wider community acceptance, not saying like the community should agree with Adam. He is the correct all seeing <laughs> CDHI, right? No, but like, I would like to see more of that discussion because I feel like people avoid it because they don't want to spark any type of discourse or controversy or whatever they want to, yeah. you know, call it. But people would rather just like ignore it in general than address it head on, which is why I have a lot of respect for you because you kind of addressed it head on when when we recorded and you were like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i want this to be a discussion so much i'll make a whole video on it and it was really cool yeah. to hear like the different opinions and the things that you were saying about it because i think that kind of stuff does matter and, and most people don't like the biggest names out there a lot of them don't mention it because it's like it, it, a lot of people have a lot of opinions and it's hard to to voice your own when you're not sure how other people will react well, I have said a lot of things that have made people hate me in the past, so I'm not afraid of it anymore. I never was actually when I think about it, but yeah. Well, that's well, that's good to know. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good way for the format. I think that's a good thing to look at with the format evolving. But what about you, kid? Do, do you want the format to evolve in any way, or how would you like? Would yeah, you like everybody I want to be on Blue Farm. <laughs> I want Vroom go fast. If everybody should be on Rog Sai and Blue Farm. There's no other decks. That's it. That's what I want. No, but I, I think it's less from a gameplay standpoint and more from like a player and community standpoint. I want this community to evolve. I want people to like, quote, like level up as a player or like start taking games a like, little bit more seriously or like, um, and I know in some uh, like deck specific discords, whenever you present a new idea or new tech or something, people automatically shoot it down or they say no this card is bad for x reason and then you're like no i think this card is good for xyz and then they shut you down and you know that that's the end of the conversation i feel like there's a little bit more room to grow for both parties and i think that would be really beneficial for the format in the trying to transition it to maybe a solve format i know it will never be that way because but like you, Mon wait, said i transition it Transition it to a, a what I didn't hear. Sorry. Uh, a, a solved format. I know that uh, we, we uh, yeah. I know we can't do that because there's so many new cards printed, so many new cards that will be in our pool, but I I would like to see an attempt at it. An attempt oh. at solving the format. <clears throat> yeah. So going back to what I said, just play Rock Sci on Blue Farm. It's already solved. <clears throat> I might say something strange now, but I don't think it can be solved because, like, <laughs> I agree with you, so, but so the, yeah, yeah. But the, <laughs> the the interesting about CDH is that it's a like this is where I think sixty card players get things wrong because it's a very different game. As it is a social game, we're allowed to more form of communication and the multiplayer aspect. It's, it can suddenly become a completely different game compared to putting cards into play mm -hmm. very easily. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Because, like, 
with 60 card formats is literally you versus your opponent with uh edh yeah. it's four people there's going to be table talk you know it's new circumstances every time instead of just yeah. like is it delver versus mono white initiative like you know it's going to happen yeah i mean the topic of this video was basically what is cdh and one thing that i think is very important to just mention is that it's a multiplayer free for all game and the number one meta game of that universally to all multiplayer free for all games is that you want one of your opponents to deal with another one of your opponents you want someone to like you want someone to king make for you kind of mm. you could you could be so strict and True. say that so so the question becomes how do we make that happen how do i make kian kill kevin which is what happened and why i won the slicer game that we talked about before. <laughs> and yeah. that's why it looks like when you ask when you're saying because i think it's so interesting like solve the format while we're talking then then the suddenly when we solve the paper part of the format then we're going to talk about how to solve the human part of the format where you're allowed to like communicate and make people attack each other and you sit back and like hey, 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 i'm the doctor evil of everything <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting point you bring up because like when someone says solve format like i didn't even like begin to think oh wait we have to solve the political aspect too because there's there it's a duality thing it's gameplay and political and talking yeah. so it's a really good point yeah, no. Adam, I, I, do you know you want anything to add to this, real quick? No, I was just gonna say that I really like that explanation from yeah. Mons there because, like, you. you can solve the paper part of CDH. Sure, yeah. I'm sure some way down the road you can construct what is theoretically the best deck ever for a CDH, right? But the yep. problem is, is you can't really solve the political aspect, like you, or even just the human aspect. You have to, for one, be such a master manipulator in, in a form of like strategy and implementation and threat assessment and all this stuff. Like you can't, you, no matter how many gold fishing sessions you have or deck building monologues and all this other stuff, no matter what, you, you can't really prepare for that aspect of the game. So, so that portion can't be solved, which is a really cool kind of yeah. way to look at things. Yeah. Um, but before we move on, there's something that we have an opportunity to solve. That's right. Ian. Yeah. What do you got to say? to Moving that? on to the best segment of the show, the flavor text of the week. For those of you just tuning in or don't know what the flavor text of the show is or flavor text of the week is, I really don't want to talk. So I'm not going to say it. We're just going to move to Flavor. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys don't know what it is, um, it's where I can try to challenge the podcast and you guys at home with a challenging flavor text from all across Magic's history. If you guys would like the chance to participate, please enter um, your guests in our Flavor Text Judge channel to win a free pack. So I'll do the one on the cast first. All right, so... This is not a CDH card, so good luck, guys. But you guys ready? Wait, we have a card that's not a CDH card? Yep. Is it a All Transformer right. card? Damn, he got it. No, I'm <laughs> All right. The pits have their own form of mercy. Can't say it again. The pits have their own form of mercy. Is this, the, is this the Rakdos card? 
close. It's it's one of the two. Oh. <clears throat> it's Elfrix in Arena, right? It's not. Oh, that's a good guess. Why is my? It was a good guess. That's a guessing. Whoa. Uh, the pits have their own. What is it? The pits have their own. Wait, is it more than one? What is it more than Rakdos color? No, it's either either or. <clears throat> their pits have their own form of mercy. The pits have their own form of mercy. Is it? Is a it pop? red? No. Is it a red card? It's, it's not. not. A, it's a black card. Black. The pits have. Their, is it no mercy? The pauper staple. Nope. It's a pauper card though. It is a popper card. Fleshbag Marauder. <laughs> mm, that's not a... <laughs> nope. What do you mean? What do you mean it's uncommon. I thought it was... No, I thought it, it... No, it's been printed in common before. Yeet. Um, I don't think I know. The, it's a popper card. The pits have their own form of mercy. And it's black. My best guess was Bricks and Arena. That was a good guess. Yeah. <laughs> what could it be? Sorry, Kian, you got me. I don't know. No more wait, guesses, Bonds? Wait, wait, wait. Have I, have I played this card at Popper before, Kian? Probably. It's a staple. It's a staple. Oubliette. Close. It's, it, is, it is in that deck. It's in that deck. Oh, is it? Uh, it's not oh, one of the rats, is it? League. It's not a rat. It's, it's a spell. A rat. It's a spell. It's an enchantment. I want to guess more now. It's yeah, so you just you just keep narrowing it down. No, it's a kill spell. I know it's a kill spell because he raised his eyebrows when he saw Oubliette. Oh, uh, Adam, you're you're applying you're applying some of those uh, deception skills. Yes, here. my politics yeah. skills here to determine this yeah, popper. Politics card. skills are kicking in. Do you not <laughs> do you play any popper mons or no? Used to long time Used ago, to. but no, not not much. Uh, what's put? Uh, uh, what's the what's the what's the spell? It kills stuff that's not black. Is that common? Yeah, yeah. What's that spell? Destroy target non-black creature. Not Doomblade. That's not not Doomblade. There's a different one. Uh, you got me. What is it? All right, Trainers Eat It. Oh, I would have never guessed Trainers Eat It. <laughs> I never would have guessed that. That probably should have been yeah, one for the. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you audience. Could. I don't know why you picked that card. Because I wanted to stump you. All the guests and you have been getting it. I needed to get a victory once again. Sorry, Mons, you have to be yeah. a part of this. <laughs> it has that flavor text. Uh, nice. That's a good card, though. You it can is a good card. Play this in... I guess you could play this in CDHs, but this is like a... Oh, if it said each opponent, then I think it would maybe yeah. be playable in mono black. Maybe I don't know. All right. So for the one for the uh, audience, all right. An emblem of a secret guild. The Demir insignia is only is seen only by its own members and the doomed. An emblem of a secret guild. The Demir insignia is seen only by its own members and the doomed. So this should be an easy one for you guys. Sounds like a Ravnica card. Perhaps. No hints. No hints, Mons. The okay. people at no, home. Sorry. sorry. But uh, nice work, Ian. You cheated and you stumped us by using a non-CDH <laughs> card. I hope you're happy with your... 
I'm ecstatic. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so now for the moment that Mons has been waiting for, we have uh, the ultimate topic question here. How oh. do we want politics to be executed in the future if we want them executed at all? So, you know, lay out your lay out all your opinions right here on the table on oh, politics, oh. Mons. <laughs> So first of all, I've actually heard an argument that we shouldn't have politics at all in CDH. And I think it's very hard to rule out talking, so to say. <laughs> as much as people I have wish actually been, could. Yeah, I, yeah, I actually think there's people who like, like to ban. I actually think removing communication completely in CDH would be kind of interesting, but also very weird. So that's a strange rabbit hole to go down to. I have actually been a high suggestion of a chess clock for CDH. I can combine that. First of all, yeah, first of all, it's very hard to implement. So I have actually no idea how you would do that. But if it was implementable, I think it would be kind of cool because we're already on the time limit for tournaments. And if you want to sit there and like communicate and debate, that should be taking to your time on your political stuff. But first of all, I think if you're going to do any form of politics, you have to like accept when people don't want to do it with you because everyone hates the per like everyone hates the person that is just sitting there and trying to say the same thing over and over again until someone's actually agreeing with you, which could ne actually never happen. And that is just being annoying. So I, I really hope that good sportsmanship is the number one thing to take away from this. Like if someone actually don't agree with what your argument, whatever you want to happen, then let it go. See, and if that's the case, lose the game. Yeah. See, Kian, you it's learn better a lot. to lose the game than lose face. Yeah, you would learn a lot from this, Kian, because you you are the epitome of the annoying guy at the studio's table. <laughs> You're always like, it's not me. I don't have Underworld Bridge in my hand. I can't win the game, and then. Everybody's like, no, we get probed you. We saw it. You were like, that was him. That was him. You know? And, <laughs> so, and then yeah. you still lose. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine, though, because um, I do think that the like, chess clock is something I've heard a lot that people okay. want to implement into games. You're right, though. It's virtually impossible unless you're on like Moto to to enforce chess yeah. clock at all and even then what's an appropriate amount of time for a cdh game you know to implement oh, that's it easy i mean the, the time is very easy to set like how much people time they should have that's not hard i want the, at the least hard two hours well then that's even easier than every 30 minutes oh no i mean two hours for myself no yeah that, that's <laughs> how long it takes to make game actions not gonna lie. <laughs> well, like think about it like this, Mons. No, there's a slicer, Adam, it's there's not a even slicer player in play. You need at least thirty minutes to discuss with your, you know, podcast partner how you're going to lose to the slicer, <laughs> and, and and that's you know you need time. And that, that that should be that should be taken to your time account. I actually think if you want to sit there and communicate forever, you should that should take to your time. Like, should be penalized for I, it. What I think. If we're like to discussion to how politics should be executed, you should say your statement, 
what you want people to do, your ideas and your threat assessment uh, beliefs and communicate a strategy with someone else. But it should be like to the point, not sit and drag out the game, so to say. Mm, so you're saying like, if we're playing against the Git rug player, like <laughs> we were earlier, I should not be reading to the table, the entire Git rug primer while trying to make the match go to time so that we get the draw. Um, because no, that that's like do that. to me that's like good politics, right? Is I'm going to read to the entire 78 page get pro, get rug primer, because I think that that I'm also not against. Up. I'm not against someone educating people on how a combo works. For for example, if I you were playing git rug and I will sit and explain to another person, but I I think you should do it like efficiently, mm. reading the entire pay, primer word by word. Don't do that. Mm, that I, I, that's sense. just going to consume time. Yeah. Because there's something to actually talk about here. That, and that's, <clears throat> sorry, uh, what's the word? Uh, when you consume time and you just say, you don't Slow make play. game action. Slow play. Thank you. Slow play. Like politics could be considered slow play if you're sitting there and dirtling words. Couldn't. And I, 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 enough, you know. I don't think it's defined by like the magic uh, rules, maybe by the CDH like tournament rules it is, but definitely not by like a regular magic or like regular EDH rules. So I guess we're all making slow plays when we're big braining and telling. I, I, no, I don't think we're making slow plays like communicating and strategizing game actions in a collective team is not like slow play, but you could sit there and just talk forever without getting anywhere in theory i don't think like i've seen that like happening so to say so it shouldn't be a big deal but my my, my big hope is that just good sportsmanship should be the way to carry on with politics mm, i agree with like, that kian you're so shit at the game if you just listen to me we wouldn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that because that's like that's like what our politics sometimes gets into at the table like yeah. they won't be like this is why you lose all the time and the, like... the difference is that you guys know each other yeah <laughs> so i was about to say that <laughs> yeah. i don't know some people i've seen that at like tables you know i've played a lot of cdh at a lot of events and you, i've seen it where someone's you know thinks it's appropriate to be like this is why everybody else sucks and I'm so good because if you guys would have listened to me, we wouldn't have lost the game, you know, stuff like that. I think that's a very good way to make people try attack you <laughs> in, in with cards. Well, they yep. usually wait till after the game, right? Till after they lose. And then they're like, that's gee, I told you so. This is why you suck at the game. And it's like, but that's out, just dude. being salty. That isn't politics. <laughs> that's just after game saltiness. It could be politics. It, all, it could which, be politics though. It could it be, could like, be. True. Like next I don't know. Time, I don't know how game. it would be like effective, but <laughs> could but be what an do option. You guys think? What, how how do you think politics should be executed? I love politics, man. I think it's awesome. I think that same. It's one of my favorite parts of the game for two reasons. One, because it's embarrassing when you get politics wrong, and I think that's <laughs> hilarious. I think when you politic your way into a loss i think that's like, the funniest <laughs> i do that stuff all the time where like Good. i spend all this time talking trying to convince and then like i just like accidentally handed the game to some you know what i mean like stuff like that like that i know what you mean yeah that's such a fun aspect of the game um, you know i've actually heard arguments from people who are against politics that politics can make which i actually find kind of hard to understand how that's uh, possible 
I don't think it can. I mean, sometimes it can. If you divert all your threat assessment to one player and you don't perceive another player as the threat, the entire table expends all the resources to stop one person and then the next guy wins. Sure, you could maybe make an argument that politics kings makes. I think primarily the only person you're trying to king make when you politic is yourself. <laughs> you're trying to put yourself yeah. in a better position to win. Um, but I think it adds so much dynamic to the game and it forces the table to communicate at some sort of level. So I think yeah. my favorite part of politics is it takes a, um, now I'm, maybe I'll get chastised for saying this, but it takes a historically anti-social group of player, uh, uh, anti-social group of players, those being magic players, and it forces them to communicate with each other, which I think is great yeah. for the game overall. I think that one of the best parts about CDH is when a table discussion starts and everybody has to come together and have a conversation about the game actions that are being taken. And I think that that's awesome. I think that's so cool. When like you sit down at a tournament and people that you would never talk to in your day-to-day -day life, you have a whole hour and a half long game where you're talking with each other throughout and you have newfound respect for people. I think that's one of the best parts about politics and why like, I don't necessarily agree with the idea of like, CDH should just be played in silence by putting your spells on the stack <laughs> and seeing what resolves. It's like, okay, thanks buddy but that's not what i I'm... actually think my my win rate would go to the roof if that was the case <laughs> you know who's because i'm really good at the silent politics that people don't see and think exists i wonder i want to know what but I, I i i actually want to say something i i absolutely 100 agree and i really like the point you actually put out there like and yes i i do agree with you sadly that cdh players or well magic players in general aren't the the social outgoing and community people and i think this is a very good game that creates that very safe place where we can talk about a shared hobby that we love magic cards yeah and absolutely dragons but yeah like, i think it is like it the game promotes communication i think that's really good i i really like that you point uh, made that comment and point yeah, I wonder what Pontus's win rate would be if everybody just went silent. Like, if nobody said anything, how would how would Pontus start doing in games? I everyone... think he's gonna say it would be very good, but I actually think his win rate would be very bad. Mm, yeah. Oh, we think Pontus. Is but I, I think he he would. I think he would think his win rate would be good, and I, I would love to have this conversation with him afterwards. Like, I I just <laughs> know he's gonna watch this video, and he, I know he's gonna see this, and I know he's gonna write to me. And feel free, Pontus. I'm ready for the chat. <laughs> You know whose win rate I know would go down? It would go so far down because we would remove politics. It would be Scipio because Scipio like relies on communication in games. Like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Don't you can't <laughs> like I could... intimidation only. <laughs> yes, really. Come on. Yeah, come on, bro. Come on. I'm come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ah, skip now. <laughs> but uh, um. How about you, Kian? Like, what do you think about politics? I know you've got some firm, strong beliefs on the subject. Um, <laughs> well, you guys already touched on like a lot of points that I like want to bring up. I think Mon the Mons point, Mons, you brought up a good point. Um, I think we, <clears throat> you know, they should be executed with good sportsmanship. Like, whenever you play competitive, like football, volleyball, you know, insert, you know, ball sport Sportsball. here. Sports ball, yeah. Insert sports ball sport here, right? They're they're as soon as you sit down or like you get ready for a game, like there's a level of like sportsmanship that you have to put forward. And I think that we yeah. should put that into like communication. But to Adam's point, 
a lot of magic players don't have good communication, you know, and, and it becomes very difficult sometimes to like navigate through that. But I think that good sportsmanship would be like help politics evolve as we continue playing CDH. So yeah, that's yeah. all I got. Uh, politics bad though. Um, Adam actively causes me to lose the game (laughs) multiple times, you know. But yeah, regardless, it's a facet of the game. Deal with it. Sorry, sixty card players. It's part of the game. If you don't like it, get out. Thanks. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. wait. (laughs) No one listens. No, nobody listens to our podcast anyway, bro. Come on. We're a fake um, podcast, remember? <laughs> yeah, it's no, all it's all a ruse no. for eminent shilling. No. <laughs> um, Mine's just like, why did I come on this podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> You, you knew Mons knew what he was gonna get to after this slicer video. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. What do you guys go- think of slicer? Like uh, or bringing up slicer? All right, I'm gonna go that. first. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Go um, all right, so I think slicer. You know, I know Mons, you've had some p- opinions on it. I know we talked after the game. I don't know if you've changed your opinions, but I think slicer's like. <laughs> I, I think slicer's <laughs> I, I, okay. I stay with my opinions. Stay with your opinions. Okay. I think. The meta right now is definitely, you know, ad nauseum centric, um, and I think Slicer applies a like a good cl- a good clock to it, like a good clock. But I think it's like once people start figuring out how to play against Slicer, I think it just becomes another like mono deck. Like yes, it took like Silicon Dynasty by storm, but that's because half the competition was like, "What is this card? It just hits me for six every turn." Like, it's a good political tool, but is it a good deck that wins the game? Eh, maybe, probably not. That's my opinion on Slicer. It dies to Blue Blast. That's all all I got to say. I think (laughs) that Slicer Slicer punishes bad players. And I think that what Slicer has done is I think that it's exposed a lot of bad players because... When you play against a deck like Slicer, it's very kind of e- well. Once you play against it once, it's very easy to denote what the deck is trying to do. It's very easy to try to play around that strategy. I think when we talked about attacking and blocking and the significance of it to most players at a table, what Slicer does is it punishes you for not knowing how to utilize that skill, specifically the skill of blocking and implementing, you know, creature removal and and your timing and your windows. It punishes you for just relying on everyone else at the table, blowing their interaction, and then you winning the game when there's an opportunity. What Slicer does is it, it closes those windows, makes them tighter, and forces you to be a more active player at the table and and i think it just punishes a lot of bad habits um and i think it's great right now for our format because it's exposing a lot of bullshit that's kind of existed right like people have been getting away with too much for too long slicer really puts pressure on your life total makes that resource far less uh uh applicable it's a more finite resource and it really kind of makes you have to approach the game from a different perspective. So I think it's very healthy for the format. Your do life total with Slice is, Route is 21 now. Yeah. I, I, do I yeah. think that uh, it's a um, 
Do I think that it's a S tier here to stay deck? I don't know. I think it holds a candle to Goto. I like it being like the other mono red option, but um, I don't think it's like, you know, I think it's just as broken as like Goto is for like a combat damage deck. Like, you know, do people refer to Goto as the best deck to ever walk the earth? No, but a lot of people enjoy it and enjoy playing it. And I definitely enjoy playing Slicer. <laughs> it's fun to play Slicer actually. Yeah. I'm going to say something and I'm going to explain it later, but I would like to hear your reaction to when I say it. Okay. I consider Slicer a group hug kingmaking commander. Have any thoughts on that statement? I can see the logic in it. Okay. Group hug kingmaking commander. Yeah. yeah. I, I still think it's good. I, I actually like um, Slicer. I think it's no. a, I, I like, I like that it's being printed and like that people play it, but that this is, I, this is my statement so far. I will go no, for it. I agree with you. You know why? Ooh, because I shoot. think Slicer sits in the same vein as a deck like Jessica Ishai. And yes. I think Jessica yes. Ishai... I, I consider Jessica Ishai a king-making group commander too, by the way. Jessica Ishai is a very king-making deck. As someone who played the deck for almost a year, I think that yeah. that deck is like the perfect deck if you want to learn... If you want to play a deck and learn who you should kill next time, that's what Jessica Ishai is about because you're going to lose to <laughs> yeah. the people you don't kill. Yeah. Yeah. The big problem with those decks is that you can strategize against them and counterplay in a very efficient way. What you basically need to do is appear as the weakest threat, this one one that can't do anything, and just hold your spot removal and wait until Slicer or Ishai creates a one one where you will win basically, which is no. not that impossible. No, you just said the first step is you can't play blue farm because they're going to kill you first yeah. every time. And then the second step is appear non-threatening. <laughs> yeah. Because every game I've played with Kian, even at locals, even if he's doing nothing, the slicer player, Kian's dead. He's not surviving yeah. nothing. Doesn't make any <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah the, the... actually this is fun this is fun i want to mention something because me and pontus pontus is furious about this i mean, i just imagine how much he's gonna comment on this video by the way <laughs> but pontus have a have, is like cursed being constantly interacted with i think he's gonna be so happy i'm pointing this out for no for no reason at all i've seen people mana drain an arcane signet from him that's a good play yeah that's a good play. No. <laughs> no. What the fuck? He's like, yeah, he's like cursed by being interacted with to an, to an absurd level. Or like people view him like the most dangerous uh, threat. Well, it's because you made the video. Where, oh, I get away with everything. Yeah, it's because you made <laughs> yeah. the video, why does Pontus always win? And now people, <laughs> he's on the radar, you know? they can't. You can't let Pontus get but away with anything. This happened before that video. Mm, mm. Well, then, yeah, we're... Yeah. We're getting into it. But I'm getting away with everything. Well, that's just because <laughs> you're so... I mean, just look at you. I mean, I can't say no to that face. So, you know, exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, uh, I want to know then, wh what kind of... Uh, where do you see... Like, where do you see CDH? And, and where do you think that it should be played? Like, uh, do you like Comp Ariel? Do you like a relaxed, like, friends vibe? Like, what kind of, like, how do you play CDH? I, I, I play it very, 
personally very energetic in a relaxed local game store. That's how I kind of want to Very play loose? You, you like to play it very loose? Yeah, very loose. Yeah. What about you, Kian? You, you seem like a loose guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once in a while. No, but, uh, you know, I like to say that I play at Comp Ariel, but I really don't until I'm playing at Comp Ariel. Um, I think it's somewhere between LGS and Comp Ariel, so somewhere uh, in between there. You know, yeah. got the ham for the sandwich. I'm just like so good at the game. I'm Comp Ariel all the time. Yeah, I've been playing Comp Ariel the whole time too, but you know, <laughs> I've, I've been into Gila main my whole life. I don't know what you're talking about, um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I like to uphold Comp Ariel standards. Like for the most part, I'm not gonna rule shark you or be like, oh, you fucking no takesy backsies 100 percent of the time. But like for myself, I hold myself to like what I would consider like a higher standard of play because I think it's a good habit to get into. I, I think there's this big connotation of like CDH players are bad at magic, right? Is like this like quote you hear all the time, or like EDH players are bad at magic. Yeah. So I try to, uh, I try to like hold myself to a standard where I'm not letting myself have the opportunity to be a bad magic player, if that makes sense. Like live with the decisions that you make. If you put a spell on the stack, it's on the stack, that kind of stuff. But every once in a while, I'll beg for a take back. See, you know. No, you don't get I those. I have a relaxed approach to it in general. I, I... Yeah. But so, um, yeah. But I, I can see, I can see that point too. Adam likes to play at Comp Ariel, so he gets his tournament time in before he has to go O three at the <laughs> the next tournament. I can't even. I can't even go O three anymore. No. I don't have the opportunity to play. <laughs> yeah, which is good. That, that's how you set it up. Instead of yeah, getting memed on constantly, you're like, wait, what if I just cast instead? I don't have to drop events. Yeah, no one has to know that I'm actually bad at the game. If I <laughs> Don't worry, we know. <laughs> instead, I'll just continue to embarrass myself on streams and YouTube videos. <laughs> no. Listen, Mons, nobody, would, nobody gets to know that how bad I actually am at CDH because they didn't get to see me play the game past turn three. I just cast a pact of negation, lose the game, and now everybody thinks I everybody thinks I uphold some type of tournament standard when in actuality I'm just bad. <laughs> and with that, I think we're probably gonna end up wrapping it up here. So um we wanna say thank you, Mons, for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for we coming really on. appreciate it. Um we've only thanks just for the invite. Yeah, we've only just connected recently, but we really enjoy like everything that you've done with us and done for the CDH community. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. You're a huge, likewise. Yeah. You're a huge part of the community here and we, we, we want to make that known. And if, if for any, for any reason, someone watching this podcast doesn't know about CDH TV, you are missing out. Um, I play your videos at my store, Mons, and all the time people walk in and they're like, oh, I love this guy. And I'm like, yeah, everybody does. <laughs> everybody like, does. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It might be some. <laughs> so, we just wanted to, <laughs> Maybe. Wanted to thank you for that. <laughs> so, then also, we want to thank all of our patrons that help make this show possible. So, thank you to Doot, Usable Object, Senator Tom. <laughs> Scorish, Unorthodox Bird, MP Pfefferman, Jeff Bezos, Domino, Just Ice, Geos Justin, and our Chad Nas patron. Mons, you seem to like that, the Chad Nas moniker. Uh, Valhalla. I love C. that. That sounds so good. <laughs> um, Chad Nas. Chad Nauseum. 
if you'd like to support us, you can do so as well at patreon.com slash sadnaws, where you too can get a shout out and even appear on one of our episodes. And for those of you who haven't already joined our Discord, you see that? Keen's cracking his knuckles. I'm done. Hitting his hand. We're, we're done playing. I around. shaved the beard, dude. It means business. Get in the fucking Discord. I'm done. <laughs> business time, okay? You want to interact with your fellow sad nausers? I don't know. We're not going to call our subscribers. Sad nausers. Yeah. <laughs> you want more community driven content, okay? Do you want to talk with different people we've had on the show i don't know what you want to do in there do you want to argue about hamster and and dumb things hamster. like the 99th card in your deck then get in the discord where there's a bunch of other people who care about minuscule niche hobbies like you <laughs> and us <laughs> so so join our discord you can be a part of our community i just opened up a game store if you're in milwaukee we talk about the game store and do all that kind of stuff in the discord we do meetups we play games online on the internet i don't know we play one piece every once in a while um true true yeah it's that game oh one piece TCG? one piece tcg it's the, it's the new hotness you don't know about the one piece tcg mons oh i forgot that uh every anime has a card game yes yep. but this one's good mons. this one's this the good, one's good tcg though yes yeah. um, i've been a kid so. kid man this whole time dude <laughs> yeah, i know right this whole time um so yeah so join our discord otherwise i'm sending kian to your house with that dirty mustache and he's gonna beat your ass you're gonna get broom down <laughs> yeah uh, i don't even know what that means don't worry uh, about it <laughs> and then finally whether you're listening on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, or anywhere else that you can listen to podcasts i don't know joe rogan's closet wherever podcasts <laughs> are you can you know leave a like subscribe drop us a comment even a review and share us with your friends. That's that's the most important thing. If you got friends that like this format that enjoy CDH, share us with your friends because it really helps us with growing the channel and gives us the ability to work with new people like Mons. Look, we went all the way to Europe. How did we get there? We don't know, but we <laughs> we reached, we touched down in Europe and recorded a podcast. There might so, be a, yeah. a cable connecting something. A, a cup <laughs> with a, there's a cup with a straw all the way out there. That's how we did this. We're playing podcast. telephone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that kind of stuff will help us a ton. And with that, we're going to end the episode here. So we have one more oh. thing to mention that. Yes. If you like this video, don't forget to leave a thumbs up and also share a good comment about how much you liked it. Because as a content creator myself, I really enjoy when I get to read awesome, happy comments. Only I happy am, comments. I'm sure these guys too. <laughs> Yeah, only happy comments. Do not leave any negative, bad comments. No. Don't, don't, don't say do that politics here. doesn't belong in CDH. No pact of negation without two blue mana. <laughs> a dark ritual won't even help this guy. None of that, okay? Uh, only positive <laughs> comments. Um, and with that, we're going to end the episode here. So you guys have a great week, and we will see you on the next one. <laughs>